0: Welcome to the Sharks MTG podcast. It is Bob Perfect here and we're coming to you live from the Nexus. Sitting alongside me, of course, as always, is Karan Chetty. And we've got a very special guest with us today. It is the winner of the first South African PTQ in about five or six years. It's Tien Sprintzlu. How are you doing,
1: gents? Yeah, I'm great. I'm great. It's great to be here and it's great to be part of your podcast. And yeah, I'm just feeling very happy and excited to go to play for South Africa in a Pro Tour, first time I've made it, I've never won a PTQ before, so it's my first PTQ I've won and therefore my first Pro Tour I'm going to be visiting, so I'm really
2: excited and looking forward to it. Yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, pretty good man, pretty good, glad to be back home and uh yeah, uh, glad to be doing this in person with you for a change so yeah this is it's a lot easier definitely lot like, nice. and it's just nice to hang out <laughs> like just hang out with the boys yeah. you know
0: yeah we've, we've spent the whole weekend together it's been really cool like just because you're like go way back man. And, like, yeah it's been really cool just hanging out. And I have I don't know you that well, but after you won last night, because we we teamed up a little bit uh, on the arena tournament. Yes. But after you won, uh, you you were very generous with everyone last <laughs> night with the, yeah. with the tequilas.
1: I felt I felt I felt happy. I wanted to celebrate. You know, it's like, like I said, just I was really really excited, really happy. So yeah, it was nice hanging with you guys. Chatting, talking, laughing. That's great. That's what makes magic for me nice. It's not just the game. The game is really special. But it's the... I I tell other people, I feel like this is a place where I can go amongst friends and not be judged or anything. It's like more like it's like a family of people that come together that do share something they love. And that's what I really love about magic. And I felt last night was a, a bit more of that about four friends Playing something that they really love, getting together, laughing about whatever, and talking about a lot of magic, which is also lacquer, I love sure. it. So basically, it's not just the magic, it's the gathering. It's the gathering, you yeah. Know? Oh, I've, no, heard no, that I've heard that, that, that same. I'm at the same.
0: I feel the same way, man. Like, this has been a wonderful experience. Like, I scrubbed out hard yesterday, but, like, I've still had, like, a really fun time, and it's been cool, because... You know, we used to do this back in the day. There there used to be PTQs in Berman of all places. And like, there used to be multiples, and we used to travel the country, and it used to be a really cool thing of like, you know going around the country seeing people that you haven't seen you know for like months and then you hang out and like and it's cool to have that culture again like it feels yeah, yeah. really rad Like yesterday was such a cool experience to see people you know that i'd seen at comic-con and nationals last year yeah. and you're meeting yeah new people making new yeah. friends and yeah. that was missing like for it's been missing for a very long time i think like yeah. compared to magic in south africa like you can't really call it competitive in a way because well, there just haven't been the There was no support. There was yeah, no support, support right? Yes. And it's not
2: not because of lack of ability on the player base. It's just well, what must you do if there's no PDQs and there's no they're taking away nationals and all these things? So yeah, at least it uh, looks like a step in the right direction. So yes, hopefully it's here to stay. Yeah, yeah, and I look forward to it
1: because I um, mean it's the one of the t- the one opportunity in a year that you can improve yourself to be the best and then go and represent overseas. It's like, excellent. I mean, I had a, there was a whole Christmas party thing yesterday and of all days they picked yesterday as a Christmas party. like, guys, you all can do your Christmas party, but I'm playing magic. This is the one day that's not negotiable. And
0: it actually paid off for you. It paid off, yes. So one of the, okay, the people at home might not know, though it's one of the awkward things here, is that you actually beat Koran in the finals for this BTQ, but it's like we were hanging out afterwards. It wasn't like there was no salt. There was no yeah. like, what is that like? Like for both of you guys. Like,
2: well, well, firstly, it's a game, right? I play yeah. magic because it's a game and it's fun. Right? Secondly, like I've known Tien's for a very long time. We're friends. I've teamed up with him. On, there's a reason I team up with him on like you know grand prix and stuff because he's a friend. So and he's a good player. Yeah. So you know, if I'm going to lose, I might as well lose to a friend. So we had fun. I mean, even during our match, we're talking shit and like it didn't matter right like yeah. no matter who won it, like yeah. the outcome wouldn't have been any different yes. we would have still hung out afterwards and so yeah. it wasn't like you say it was awkward but it wasn't at all it was just it was chilled, and you know like there's a reason why we wanted to hang out afterwards and we're still like hey you have to come to the podcast tomorrow you know yeah. Uh, so yeah i thought it was great it was yeah. fun yeah
1: yeah i agree i understand i mean i, I recall playing nationals last and i actually told on about it we, we, you know we rate each other as like strong players we've been playing a long time So at Nationals last year, it was the third last round. There was two more rounds after, and we were both on five out of six. And we know that you'd minimum need five and a half to qualify for top eight. So we, with two more rounds to go, decided we'll ID. Knowing that we've we in our ability to turn out, win out to win the next uh, as opposed to knocking one of each other out at that point. And, uh, and it and worked out I actually ended up winning national. So, and yeah. he, uh, he tripped right at the last one. He won the second last, and at the very last, he tripped. You would have made it if he. Oh, did you have top eight? Yeah,
0: I was big,
1: No, I didn't. I, did
0: uh,
2: yeah. I lost in the last round, yeah.
0: Yeah, I really uh, hope uh, they do bring nationals back yeah. at some point. Like, it's such an important tournament. But like you said, at least we've got these PTQs again. Yeah. And the PTQ oh. that we played in yesterday was oldrain standard post ban post banning so like we're, <laughs> there's been a lot of bannings and so what deck did you choose to come with yesterday
1: yeah and I, I felt that there was two decks to play in my view it's the all these cat variances the golden familiar decks and then uh, and uh, and i think the better one of the two in my view is the, the golgari and then there's the the jant they're both good they're uh, different uh, things but because the two top decks in my mind are fires and cats, the best uh cats deck is the one that beats fires the most, yep. which is then why also the Calvary. But I like uh, I like being proactive, putting down the threats and you have to have the answers. If you don't have the answers, you lose. I feel the cat stick is more of a you have to have the answers and, and they and I do come up with all the answers. I have all the answers but I have to draw them. I, I have all the threats so so it's like I'm proactive and and the cat is reactive, so I'm more of a proactive player. I've always been like playing like aggressive type decks, and it's my style. Even back and, in the day? Uh, yeah, even back in the day. I always play like some mono red or some aggro deck, so that's my style. So I, I thought Fires was my aggro version of killing turn 5. I literally yeah, have it we, built up that in kill turn 5. So even though it doesn't look like a traditional aggro deck, yeah in terms of burn spells, etc. It is an aggro deck in the sense that it can really kill you very quickly. It's a bit of a combo no, aggro deck. It's day. a combo but,
0: kill. Yes, yes. And the soft crown, what did you like to
2: play? Yeah, so I, I played uh, the green-black uh, cat deck because, I mean, um, I, I didn't have much, uh, or any, well, I lied, not any. I played like, two, two games with the deck before the tournament, like, <laughs> as, as practice. That was the sum total of my practice, so I, I didn't have a chance to practice at all. Um, obviously, in the pre- pre-banning, I played the, the Sultai cat deck, yeah. and so there were similarities. So I figured, okay, it looks like a good deck. As Tian said, I think it, it's better against the other variants of cats, so be it Abzan, or be it Junt or whatever, and it gave you the best game uh, chance to beat Fires. Yeah. Right, So that's why I chose it. I thought the deck was fantastic. Um, And yeah, I I would would, yeah. And up until
0: you played against Tens in the final, you only dropped one game in the whole tournament. Yeah, yeah. I didn't
2: lose a match. I lost literally lost one game the entire day. Uh, up until that point, um, so the deck was very good, it was very, very good, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, good, and you found, like, how were your matchups throughout the day? Like, did you guys find a lot of variance in the decks and that? Because I found myself playing two blue-white or matches and two mono-red decks and then two random decks, but Karan, I know you were saying like you had a very diverse...
2: Yeah, it was extreme, my, my matchups were extremely diverse. Out of the six, six, six rounds, I faced uh, six different decks um, so I, I played mono, it's mono red, uh, cavaliers, uh, the cavalier fires deck, um, the uh, planeswalker fires deck. Um, gosh, those are the ones I can <laughs> remember, but there were six different, there were six healers <laughs> were good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I played against like a blue green, the guy who you beat in the semi final yep. with that blue green, like uh, ramp, ramp ramp deck, which was which was pretty good. Um, so, yeah, every match was different. Oh, I played Esper against Esper. Esper. Uh, well, although that was more of a
0: blue-black one, yes.
2: yeah, and Yeah, it was, it was a really cool looking deck. And uh, I, when, I, when I chatted to Vavan and I said, hey, this deck's pretty well built. I, I like what's going on here. And he said, yeah, uh, this guy built it. And he was pointing <laughs> to uh, Rudolph. And I wasn't surprised because Rudolph's one of those characters I always think of. Whenever I've seen this guy, like over the years, he builds like weird decks. Um, but good deck. Yeah. So he's a very good, I think he's a very good yeah. deck builder.
0: Um, he's got we, something to it. We are so, yeah. actually chatting about it quite a bit afterwards, because I've been working on Demir a lot this week. I was hoping, because I think Drowning the Lock is just a ridiculous magic card. And it's incredibly powerful. So I was going for that a lot. I and mean, then they made a few choices that I think, you know, were correct that hadn't made, Stuff like the Merfolk Secret People and stuff yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. They really yeah, they had a really interesting mm-hmm. deck that they came together with. And I think obviously mana is the issue. Um, that's why you can't play Esper at the moment. It's just you can't play the turn four Kai's kind of rap and you know have the rest of your game plan going. And
2: have double blue spells and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's
0: hard, yeah. And yourself, what kind of decks did you play against? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know,
1: playing Fires, I really don't like playing Mirror, and if I do play the Mirror, I really want to win the dice roll. So my round one was a Fires Mirror, and I lost the dice roll, and my round two was a Fires Mirror, and I lost the dice roll. <laughs> round one, I luckily ended up drawing, which was one game each, and it uh, ended up in a draw and count out, and game, uh, round two I won. The, the, the match, but there was different variances. So the first one was the fairy uh, the Jeskai with the, with the fairies that wishes, uh, and the second round was the Jeskai fires with the planeswalker and the fairies. So the cavalier fairies and then the planeswalker fairies, and where mine uh, doesn't do the fairies thing, mine is just straight cavaliers. So that even though I played two mirrors, they were two decks that were d- different to each other and different to mine. Um, and then I played, uh, I didn't play one, uh, two decks to were similar, so I played that fi- uh, two Fires decks, even though they were different, then I played uh, a Bulgaria Adventures, then I played a Temua Ramp deck, which was actually quite scary, and I-, I realized afterwards that I actually made a slight mistake, that I could have um, not won that match if he blocked correctly, but um, it shows you how close these games are, luckily he didn't block correctly and I ended up winning just, just, and uh, with enough damage. And then fifth game, I played the uh, Giant Cats. Okay, sorry, carry on. Cool. First game, I played the Giant Cats, and that was a really tough match against Saravaj, also one of South Africa's really strong
0: players. And then I yeah, you didn't have an easy run. Like, you yeah, played a lot of
1: I played Ricardo, which is also very yeah. and I played. I played like we played Volve. I really didn't have like easy game. And round two, was the captain from the Bloumfontein side. And uh, yeah, round one. Round one was probably the only opponent that isn't like sort of rated, but he was the one that was giving me the biggest go because it was really tough. And he literally swapped the swapped the game around because uh, uh, he started. So just maybe a quick thing of what happened it was quite interesting. So he started, he won the Dyshall. He didn't do anything up until turn four. So turn three, turn three, he does nothing. Turn three, I play to Turn four, he goes fires. Turn four and nothing else. I go turn four fires, bounce these fires with my Teferi and play a sphinx. So now I think I'm in the lead. Yeah. He just go, He goes turn five, plays a land, fires, and a red cavalier does nothing. I was like, okay, that's okay. In my turn five, I go uh, red cavalier and another sphinx, swing in, like putting him down to basically, because like I discard two lands, putting him down to six life, and he's got just uh, uh, um, a fires in play. And he's turned six. He swept the whole thing around. Because basically what he did is he played his six land. Then he goes, uh, Fetches with his fairy, Fetches a banner cleansing. Then cleanses. Now, and then he still has his six mana to go, two mana, cast a fairy that he just used to search. And in another four play, another fires. There was like... I went from I was gonna to win to now I'm battling, yeah. Uh, that's
0: actually so that's actually interesting debate at the moment, I guess, or that's gonna come up now is well, like even in your deck selection, you know, you decide no, I'm not gonna use the fairy that the wish the fairy that wishes. A fairy of wishes. That's what it's called. you yeah. um, you not going that route, you know, you going just straight, I wanna kill my opponents quickly. Do you think more people are gonna go your route now? Because like, I know there's a lot of appeal to being able to just, you know, wish out your sideboard, do it all for free. But yeah, like watching your games yesterday, I was I had the privilege of watching some of the stream and commentating on it. And yeah, just it just seemed like a lot of the time you couldn't lose, you know? Like yeah. it was one of the... Yeah. Whereas the wish decks feel like people... There's a lot more you have to do to like, you know, yeah. get the win. Yes. Say.
1: Yeah, especially firstly you can't have a 10-5 win where I can. Um, but secondly, I feel that the one-four uh, fairy is really such a clunky card, it, especially with all the hate out there. People are hating fires, so if you don't get your if your fires doesn't stick, then your fairy is basically a, a slot that you've given to a card that's a one-four most of the time, just a one-four flyer, uh, you know. And I feel like. You know fine against some aggro matchup one four block it can be okay but i'll rather have four sphinx of foresight in those four slots because that sort of says let me make sure i, I curve out till turn four with the um with the fires and a Finks on turn four and then turn five go for the kill
2: yeah i'm sorry and more importantly it's it's the sphinx having the upkeep ability where yeah. you're able to scry. right yeah. so ultimately the decks is reliant on fires of invention so this gives you more consistency allows you to dig or the key combo card. Yeah. and I think that's that's really what separates this from every other deck. You're more uh, consistently able to find your fires on the turn board, more reliable. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's the thing, that like looking at your deck, you know, you did have just so many ways to get to your key cards. Yeah. And that's the like, The deck is either just powerful spells yeah. or ways to get to powerful spells. Also playing yeah. twenty seven lands, eight of them scry, yeah. you know, that's gonna get you where you need to go you have four shimmer poss- Three shimmer of Three. Yeah. Okay. I mean a lot. Lots that's of a way. lot of
1: digging. Yeah. I mean so turn two I typically shimmer. Turn 3, I will bounce and draw a card with Teferi and basically back up that it can't be countered if I try, if if there's some counter, if the Teferi sticks. So I'm searching for a um, scrying turn 1. Turn 2, I I typically can scry or shimmer. Turn 3, I draw a card and get tempo by bouncing with the Teferi. And turn 4. I uh, basically fires and it swings. I mean, that, that's so hard. That's just too too hard for most decks to handle. Obviously, the, you know they will disrupt you where they can, but I mean, it's hard to disrupt the so, that. So,
0: and but that's also interesting about your deck. You don't have much uh, interaction.
1: Yeah, I'm doing my thing.
0: Not yeah. even on your sideboard. <laughs> like it didn't yeah. seem like you had much many ways to really yeah deal with other people's game plans. Is that yeah. Yeah. Is that
1: yeah. Your so, no, so my intention was, I felt that my worst. My matchups are control decks and the mirror. So my sideboard didn't care about any other deck, basically. I saw
0: that. Yeah, so
1: so I got four disputes, I had two Davin's vetoes, and and I felt those were for the control type matchups. I needed to be able to sort of battle that out a bit because I wanted to counter the fairies or Narsets Because Narcet's actually a big problem for my deck because all my card drawing is sort of nullified. And uh, so I really get frustrated by that. So having mysticals and Davin's vetoes for that and also trying to get my. my fire high actually mentioned yeah, Well
0: that's the thing you also so you like against control I guess you slow down by a turn. Yes. So you'll play with Safari on four with the blue eyes and stuff like yes. that. Yeah. But you didn't play that many control decks. Yeah, I
1: was very lucky. I mean, I was, that's, but I basically built my sideboard to beat them, and I was lucky that I didn't have to. I, I didn't even sideboard that much in most games. I basically sideboarded quite a bit in the two mirrors, because that's what my sideboard was for, and control. I, I was very lucky not to play against control. It's a bit of luck on that side.
0: Yeah, and speaking of sideboarding, wow, you brought in 14 cards against
2: TS. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so <laughs> the, as I said, the green-black the, the green cap deck is great and you don't need to sideboard too much against most decks, but like your tougher matchups are, uh, Fires is, is definitely uh, one of them. And so with that in mind, Fires and things like any control deck really that that can sh- stop your, your primary plan, which is Trail of Crumbs. So I, I built the sideboard in a way to make sure that I had a good plan. So instead of this grindy slow deck, I can't do that against Cavaliers and Fires of Invention because he's just, if I give him time, he's going to draw these bombs and it's going to, you know, it's going to be in trouble. So I need to be the beat down and disrupt um, the Fires deck. So things like I brought in things like, you know, four duress for disruption. Yeah, then I bring in like four uh, lovestruck beast, uh, Rotting Regisor, you know, so uh, to smash sort of um, one Ceratops, two Deathless Knights. Um, obviously, that's that's not my aggressive package. And then a couple of Return to Nature's to obviously just to answer fires of invention, uh, fires, fires of invention, so yeah, it, it, it's it's a, sometimes in magic you, you gotta think a little differently, and yeah, I was shocked that you took out the trail of crumbs because the deck revolves around it, but your reasoning behind it,
0: it makes total sense.
2: Yeah, and like, people are usually afraid to, 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 to move away from something that's seen as the primary plan, Yeah, and, and this is quite unusual for like, any deck to like, abandon plan A, and just say, you know what? I'm going to turn into black green midrange, um almost rock style deck with, you know, disruption and beatdown, you know. That's my kind of plan. So, and it worked pretty well throughout the day. I beat a few Fires decks earlier in the day uh, in the semi-final and one in round 1. So it worked quite well, um, just yeah. My, my draws weren't particularly good in the in the finals and tens came out really well. Like, yeah. So, you know, it it it, 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 it happens. Um, but yeah, he crushed me real good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: that was, that was, you know, the thing is, sometimes you just draw the right things and sometimes you just don't. Well, you just have to hope it's your well,
0: day. You well, we say Karab brought in 14 cards against you. But he didn't see any of them after belling down to pass. Yeah. So well, did, two of the cards well, he, that he, he had he, was he, great, he, but they cost six he, mana. Yeah, he did see one of you did see the one of, uh, beast, uh, Yeah. beast. But then you hit the gust of the beast and they put Kron quite a bit behind there. So yeah. But going forward in standards, you're happy with Cavaliers. You're gonna I, I like it.
1: I think I'll continue with it because I really can't see a deck disrupting me to the extent. That, I, that I'll lose automatically. Um, because the, there's three things, and I actually read an article about the deck before I played the deck. There's three things uh, you have article? to. Uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but he, know, he did Zvi, well. right? he played that Twitch
2: rivalry. Yeah, it's uh, V. So, so, so far, sorry, just segue there. Like, the last episode, we spoke about V and the whole article about the Mulligan yeah. So interesting that, like, the old one of the old legends of the game is sort of making uh, big waves again. And uh, yeah, there's his yeah. innovation, yeah. the, the Force Sphinx or Force Sight. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah, and I, I basically read the article and I, I, I took all, a lot of learning from it, and then I you know I just said okay I'm gonna play that, and I, there's three things you have to know when you play that. You firstly, you have, your plan is to get to find fires, so and that's why it plays all the ways of finding it, all the Scrylands, the Shimmers, the Phoenixes. Then it is to win, uh, how to close the game when you have fires and how to close the game when you don't have fires. So those are yeah. all the things. So that I'm not too reliant. So I, if I can go, I've won games against uh, in, in my quarterfinal where I just turned four player to Swings and turned five player to Cavalier, and I ended up winning because my opponent just couldn't
0: handle that. I didn't even have to get a fire. I mean, removal in standard at the moment is crap. Like, you know, 5 toughness, hey, yeah. you're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even, even 4 toughness is quite hard, yeah. for a lot of the time, yeah, Lava Coil is kind of the only thing that really yes. deals with it. So, yeah, no, like, you, I see your creatures just being overpowering, essentially. But then, like you said, you do suffer a little bit from control. Yes. But then, do you
2: think the cat deck matches up well against control? Yeah, What's absolutely. I, I, think, I think overall, the cat deck is the better deck in terms of having... Really bad matches. There aren't too many out there because it can combat everything. I think Fires is a powerful deck, and and it ca, you know it can have great draws. It's the
0: most powerful but, deck. But it has
2: inherent weaknesses, it as is. it says. Like, yeah. Like you know, if you faced two blue-eyed control decks, yeah, guaranteed you're gonna lose game ones, and then you have to hope yeah. to draw your sidebar yeah, cards yeah. and, and, and try and sneak you. you're
0: bringing in disputes, so am I. Yeah. You're bringing yeah. in like my package, yeah. and I've got yeah. more spells than you. Like yeah, at I the agree. end of the day, so.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it was a metaphor. I had a really big. I was big, before I came to the tournament. I heard a lot of people playing fires, so I thought, okay, and I also want to play fires. So I hoping to win the dice roll, then it won't be a problem. But then, if I lose the dice roll, I knew my sideboard had to be so good that I went game two and three. And I didn't expect a lot of people
0: playing control. I
1: really felt that there wasn't going to be a lot of control. Yeah, and control didn't really
0: do well. I know Jacques and I both didn't really do well with it, but Seviersh landed up eventually. Well, there was one
2: copy in the top eight. Yeah, Uh, Marvin with his uh, blue-black or blue-black splash Traveri deck. Yeah, yeah and um, so like that kind of deck could have given you like you know any yeah. of the fires guys nightmares oh yeah. absolutely that deck yeah. in particular because
0: he, yeah he had fires. four
2: thought erasure he had uh, i think three absorbs and he had four drown in the lock you know yeah. and some removal like murderous riders whatever so he had like some tools to fight fight the yeah. fires decks
0: yeah i was i was disappointed i didn't get to play against any yeah. fires decks because i made the metagame call of everyone's going to be playing fires let me play control yeah. and it just never worked out for me yeah. so but that's that's the fun thing and the unfun thing about magic is you know like you go into tournaments you make your call with your deck and you've got to live by those decisions and whatever happens from then on out. Is out of your hands. Yeah. Who you play from there, what matchups you got, there's nothing you can do about it sometimes. But like like I would say, like in the finals with you guys, there wasn't really much Quran could do. Like it was out of, uh, sometimes in magic, it's actually out of your hands. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. But that's the same with a, even a Fires Mirror. If your opponent is playing Fires on turn and you're not interacting, you're just dying. You just yeah. die. It's just out, you know. It's like it's just accepted.
0: So how do you reconcile that? Like, especially in comparison to magic, especially top eights, especially you know, like vying buying for a PDQ. Like I know you've played these before, you've won them before. Like maybe it's le- like you just don't seem to like you know take the hits as hard as other people might, You know,
2: like yeah. I mean, I think I think it comes with having done something before. When you haven't done it. Obviously, it means more, yeah. and maybe the second time it still it means something, but not as much, you know. And so, when you've done it a few times, like it's fine. Like I'd love like to have gone, yeah. But okay. like, I, I mean, I told him this, and I genuinely meant it. Like, I am I, when I lost the final, I was almost happier that he won than sad that I didn't win. You know, you because I was, looked like, happy I was like, I was, I was like, ah, okay, you know, like it's not meant to be. Like, um, you know, it wasn't my day. Um, what more do you do? What more can you do? You know, so like I, I think you you have to sort of take a, have a bit of also a bit of humility right about things and and far too often many players they look around and they either get angry because of perceived uh, bad bad luck or or like you know their opponent got lucky or you know take accountability for yourself right yeah you like, you put yourself in the position where they got lucky like, yeah and I mean even like after the loss right I I feel like genuinely in that final I didn't do too much wrong. The only decision point where I think I could have done something differently was maybe I should have mulled to four cards in game two. But it was a really tough call and I think most people wouldn't have. Yeah. But, but I'm not sure. So still after that, I'm talk, I'm thinking to myself, should I have mulled to four or shouldn't I have? Okay, if you know? mulled to
0: four in that matchup, what cards are you looking for?
2: No, again, like, I mean, maybe... maybe Love um, Lovestruck Beast, um, two lands and Juress. Uh, yeah. yeah, Duress
0: would, 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 would be the card I think is pretty clutch like in that
2: match yeah at the right time at the right time so so like you got to take a step back and say okay um have you played okay in this tournament was your deck selection fine did i do what i could in my, you know everything that i could in my control if the answer to all those things is yes then great you know you've done your part
0: take so, yeah yeah like marshall Sutcliffe and Luis capard say all the time don't be righty don't be results orientated like you know like Winning doesn't mean you you know made the best decision sometimes, yeah. like, and losing doesn't mean you made the worst decision sometimes. Hundred percent. Sometimes you can make hundred percent correct calls and still lose a match. match yeah,
2: match.
0: and the thing is, uh, that's, a, that's a good thing, and that's something that uh, Karan and
1: I have definitely, and I guess you also, is that you, you've been playing so long. Maybe in the first year or two of playing, I was a bit more, way more sour if I got unlucky because I felt. It was unfair, it felt like I'm losing because of luck and not because <laughs> of skill. But as you go and you see how luck sh- shifts, sometimes yep. your opponents unlucky and then you don't complain and sometimes yep. you're unlucky. So you have to take the good and the bad. So I really understand one of the beauties and the, you know, the beautiful painful and painfully beautifully things is the fact that there's variance in magic. So you're going to get lucky sometimes, you're going to get unlucky sometimes and you must just accept it and not get upset about it because if you put yourself on tilt about it, it actually just makes you all day sour and you must just accept it. It's just one of those things. So, And I can say well, one thing about Kuran in that second game against in the final. You know, I could understand how he could be uh, could have gotten sort of a bit tilted because, you, you know, firstly mulliganing down, then sitting with cards that, you know, he's sort of doing nothing and he just kept his cool. And the, the one time he did something, I either gusted it so I, you know, but he still kept to school. And, you know, I wasn't upset about it, and I, and, you know, and that's what that was good. That's that, that tells you. There's a level of maturity that comes with the game the longer you play, you don't get upset about things as easily anyway. Yeah,
0: the, the swings and roundabouts, you know, like you, you kind of get more used to it. I look, I definitely can't get salty still though, like I'm, I, I do have to work on that, you know, it's one of those things that I have to really internalise a lot of time and just be like, but also, like I do make mistakes a lot, like I'm not, like, I'm, I don't think I'm on the level of you guys, like I'd say I'm slightly like behind. And so that's also the thing that I get frustrated by is that I know like there's things that I could have done before that point where I got unlucky that yeah. actually lost me that
1: game. And, and exactly, and that is actually the key thing what people should do when they lose. Before they get upset about saying unlucky, they should rather go what could I have done better to win? Yeah. And, and if they've exhausted that said there was absolutely nothing and they're 100% yeah. sure then they can be a little
0: bit unhappy and it's fine, you know, it's, it's, it's like human. When, when you're on yeah. free life and you get upset that you got like lightning bolted off the top, It's like, no, you don't let yourself get to three against Burn. Like, make decisions that prevent that. Well, yeah,
2: and your opponent's deck, if it's a Burn deck, is built to do that. It's built to rip a Burn spell off the top. That's what it does. So you can't be
0: upset about that, but the number of times you hear that, it's like, I had no cards in hand, I was on three, I just needed to get, you know, one more turn, but he top decks the Lightning bolt. It's like, yeah, but you're on three.
1: Yeah, but Karan had the same story. He was playing, that was the one game he lost prior to the final. He was playing against a red deck. It was one game each, and in the third game, he was down to one life, and his opponent had four turns to just top deck a burn spell, and he couldn't. So, and so then, you know, it did not happen, and so, so sometimes they'll so top deck it, sometimes, sometimes they
2: don't top deck it. Well, I don't think it was four turns. I think it was. I think he had two turns to top deck it because I had. Then I had um, trail of crumbs going, so every turn I was okay, getting, yeah, I, I was getting out. life and stuff. So I think he had two turns. But yeah, okay, in that kind of deck. In standard, I don't think there's a lot of burn spells, so I don't think that's so considered. The, the, the... shock
0: in this playing. yeah, he's, he's, he's already,
2: he's already he's caused two shocks in the game, and yeah, you know. A it's quite a no, he wasn't playing Skew the Critics. Oh. I don't think so. I didn't see them uh, in three games. Not, not a
0: lot of the burn yeah. spells.
2: So so so, you know, it's not that many burn spells. So to, to miss two burn spells, okay. I don't think it's that bad. I don't you know, it was fine. Yeah, but also at the same time and if he had hit it, yeah. he wouldn't
0: be like oh luck like sack, you
2: know, like No, it's it's what the decks are built to do, right? Like <laughs> uh, okay. So my opponent did what he's supposed to do. Why must I complain? That's yeah. like the dumbest thing in the world, you know?
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: oh, yeah, you know, like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, why did you burn sense. me with your yeah. bandage? So, <laughs> oh, I, I went to a cricket match and AB de Villiers scored 100. Like, what is he supposed to do? That's exactly what he's supposed to do. What <laughs> okay. the hell, man? Yeah. Like, come on. He's supposed it, then he's disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> come on, AB. <laughs> <Boss>. uh, <laughs> um, so, you think the Golgari version in the is better than the Junk version? So, I'll say this, I'll say this. Okay, so my to my junt friends out there, and, and I was arguing with them all this morning. All my dear yeah, friends, yeah, you have been arguing <coughs> with people this whole weekend about it. Yeah, it's it's okay. So when I let me let me rephrase this, the junk, the typical junt versions that came out had corvals in them, had Mayhem devils. Those are your red cards. They also had four um, paradise Druid. Right, they did not have um, na- casualties of war in them. Which is, which is significant. Yep. Later on, a lot of the guys here, yeah, even in the tournament, oh, I played Wesley, oh, that was my other opponent in, in the tournament, he played um, uh, Jun as well. A lot of them adopted one or two casualties of war in the main board, which improves their matchup against green-black. But the ma- mirror is all about casualties of war. That is what the mirror is about. And if your green-black deck's got four in the main board, and Jun's got zero to two typically, who do you think is going to be favored? Because you blow up literally one of everything. The second thing is, because they ha- typically had Paradise Druids skin suddenly there's eight mana creatures that don't really do anything that are liabilities against Massacre Girl. The green black deck plays. Or you rely, you girls. rely on master Girl probably. Yeah, two to three Massacre Girls. And so you're wiping all their mana production out as well. So it's 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 just terrible for them in that context. Of course, there have been some there could be some innovations on that list, and you could ostensibly play four casualties um in in the gym deck and yeah maybe that will change down the line but as it stands today casualties of war is what allows you to beat up on the mirror and also gives you a fighting chance is your vital piece against uh, against fires so, so so it's that simple to me uh, and, I, and I, I, we were having this discussion uh, uh, the other day and, and i was talking we, you were talking to me about some other versions like abzan capped maybe Junt cap and i always say if you've got a, an engine or a deck that's two colors, you need to, or even one color, you need to ask yourself, what do I fundamentally gain from adding a third color? Because there's a real cost. The real cost is one, inconsistent mana base. Two, um, you're taking more damage from your mana base, which is material. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, like if I was playing the Red mm-hmm. guy and I had a three-colour deck, I probably would have lost because I'm taking you know, shot, yeah, shot, shot. My shot. Life would have been a different. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but once you see stuff but, like Cobalt giving you more
0: of an stuff like the Mayhem Devil can,
2: you know, like kill people quicker. It can feel quicker, but if you play at a reasonable speed, I never went anywhere near time in any of my rounds, and I didn't I mean, have Cobalt or. It's not necessarily or, about
0: you know going to time. It's just in terms of like you know, killing someone on turn six or seven, it's usually a lot better than killing them on turn 20. But it, like, makes you feel more comfortable about like things. Makes you feel like, you know, you don't have to, you don't have as many turns to make mistakes and stuff like that. Yeah,
2: but again, what's the cost? For every, like, busted draw, um, how many times are you going to lose because your mana didn't come out right? Yeah. Or you took too much pain and your burn opponent or your Embercleave opponent <laughs> could hit you for four, you know for 14 exactly with the writing register. You've already taken 6 from your lands. So there are costs to it, right? Like, and so you need to ask that question. Am I gaining something amazing? Because if your answer is, yeah, cobalt's great. It wins the game quickly. Okay, winning the game isn't a problem for the deck. You still win the game. Your objective in Magic is to win the game. It's not how quickly can I win the game in a match. That, that shouldn't be your, your question. It's can I reliably win a match? And so it's it's that simple to me. And, and I don't see what... Uh, uh, Koval doesn't do anything as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it draws cards and it's fun and it feels yeah. snowball-y. The devil, I think, is real. And funny enough, yesterday I saw a tweet by Canister. Canister's MPL list, which I thought was quite smart... Like me, sort of. He's, he doesn't have Paradise Druids, but he's playing Junt, okay. and he's playing, I think, three Beanstalk Giant. Oh yes,
0: I saw that. So it's a
2: concession to say, you know what? We need the mana fixing, and I don't want a mana doc that's going to die to massacre Girl, uh, <laughs> and it still allows you to play the red for um, Mayhem Devil. Yeah. So I thought that that could be a good innovation, and I think he might have a, and, he has a few. Just few casualties. End, yeah. Like, you know, like the
0: Beanstalk Giants is a good card. Yeah. Like, you're going to be able to play that at some point.
2: Yeah, look, it's not good in the mirror because, obviously, thats and stuff, but but yeah, against a lot of other decks, sometimes you just drop it down and it's a 10-10. Great, you know, let's go.
0: And so, both of you, kind of, what I'm getting out of this is, like, there's versions of both your decks that are essentially slower, less, like, mm. yeah, that might that have more powerful options, like, if you look at the player Bush's deck, you know, they can get ridiculous stuff out the sideboard and have insane plays, you know? Yeah. And, like, same thing with the Cobalt side of things and the Mayhem Devil side yeah. of things, you know? You can have insane plays. But for both of you, it seems like, yeah, just consistency wants key.
1: Consistency is key. Like, key. like my build, uh, and even the article from Shane um, showed that it, the chances of having to Mulligan is so small because of the, all, the, all your fixing. Yeah. So firstly, I uh, mulligan, I think I Mulliganed maybe three games, and I thought and that was actually a lot because normally I, I wouldn't have to Mulligan in that game. So one thing is I'm always having seven cards. I don't have to Mulligan. That's a not, that, You know, but Mulliganing puts you on a bit of a tilt already. You have to calm down and say, do you really really feel like you're getting behind, you're behind. You're behind. Yeah,
0: I've like Someone said it a while ago, like, um, and I really like it. It's not like, oh no, I have to mulligan. It's oh yes, I get to mulligan. I don't have to play yes. this hand. Yes, like yeah. that's something like I've learned to like shift, and it really helps. It's like, oh, at least I don't have to play this hand. Let me get another one. A
2: great yeah. four or five beats a rubbish seven any yeah. day of the week. And yeah. people, are, you know, this is one of my bug guys. <laughs> and actually, people hate mulliganing, and it's preposterous. You need to mulligan. I mean, uh, sorry, mm-hmm. I'm going yeah. to segue here. So yesterday I had a story. In round five, I mulliganed to four um, against my opponent, game one. And I could see he was sort of perking up and, you know, obviously thinking this is a good start. And I won the game. I won the game of four cards, no problem. Because I, and even you know, you were saying it's unlucky and I said to him, a grade four beats a rubbish seven and I won the game, you know, like easy. And it's that's magic, man. You got it you got it. And we were
0: discussing the London Mulligan last week, like yeah. well, the last time. It gives you that incentive, it gives you because 'cause you're not drawing six again, you're drawing seven again. Yeah. Like you're getting a look at seven new cards and you can like yeah, make sure that you're you're it gets closer to what you need. Yeah. Yeah, so looking forward to the actual players tour now. Are you a little bummed? Are you still just going to sell people pro tour? like? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, cool. I used, used to, to it, be like, ah, oh, I made the players Hey, it. Tien,
2: so you're actually never ever going to go to the pro tour? But
0: I'll still be the reigning <laughs> South African <laughs> champion for
2: <player. laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: for those who don't know, Tien's won nationals last year. Yeah, So, so he
2: claims it. he's the national champion in perpetuity. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I have to be uncrowned, and I can't be uncrowned until there's <laughs> another championship. So it's I'm like, the reigning champion.
0: So, what's your what's your mindset going into this players' tour? You're probably going to go to the one in Brussels. Yeah, I'm thinking Brussels just because Europe. Um, I think the flights are cheaper, cheaper. and
1: uh, and also yeah. I think. Compared to Japan, I'd rather be able to communicate easily and I, I'm worried that it might be harder in Japan and it's frustrating for me to travel and struggle to communicate. Sure. And uh, in America, the flights are much more and longer flights, so, uh, you know, I just don't want to be exhausted when I fly, so I'm looking forward to Europe, and the nice thing about Europe is that all the countries are sort of close, you can go to France and Germany and wherever, yeah. you know, the short cheap flight if I wanted to do something like that. Yeah. So, I think Belgium, and I've never been to Belgium, so I really so I think is probably going to be the one I, I
0: So and you've played in GPs before, you played a big tournament before, but nothing quite like this. So what is your,
1: what are, what are you thinking? How are you feeling? No, yeah, you so it's a, the one thing is uh, pioneers for me a new format is obviously for everyone a new format. So but it I, I,
0: so looks like pioneers going to be for the first uh,
1: yeah. Cool. So we're going to have to play pioneers. So I'm going to just have to do a lot of playing, and I, I want to be really prepared and I'll do really well. I don't want to go that way and not do well. You know, and normally when I prepare, I do well. But sometimes when it's limited, you know, you just have to hope to open up good cards and so there's no guarantees there. But I think I I can do well. I'm going to practice a lot. I've already asked Kiran to give me access to his online account because he's got way more cards than me. And so, yeah, and again, uh, this is also just to show that, you know, Kiran and I, we may be playing in the finals, but we're friends and we help each other. And you know we help each other at nationals basically because we you know so we and that's why you know it's, it's a it's a, it's a friendship even this uh, online community the EGG uh, Easy yeah. Gaming Group uh, again it enhances the, the community of magic it, uh, it, beca- it becomes a bigger gathering and you're not just gathering when you're together you're someone sort of gathering on your cell phone <laughs> so you're just always gathering with your magic friends and it's actually lucky I mean um, so I'm looking forward to it playing really well fine. yeah I'll keep my close eye on the new. Bannings that may come, but I think uh, right now like modern black seems to be the thing, and I you know I'll probably play that and see how it
0: evolves. So are you just a play the best deck kind of guy? Yeah,
1: I'm not the I'm not the guy who wants to play the deck that beats the best deck. I feel like no, nah, that's complicated. Let's yeah, just play the best
0: deck. Yeah, see, I'm the I'm the guy who tries to play the deck that beats the best deck, and sometimes <laughs> it works out for me. Well, Pran, you played quite a few PCs Any any advice that you can give here?
2: No, not really. Tense has been playing a long yeah. time. It's not like he's some new guy, you know of what I mean? So, no, no, but, but I just, I just, I'm, stay, I'm stating the obvious. It's like, he's been playing a long time, um, he knows what to do. So, I told him, just practice a lot. He's got the time. And then focus on limited, I think that's his weak, that is his weak point in the game. So focus on draft, obviously, in due course, when that set comes out, whatever the next set is called, that's going to be drafted at the PT. But yeah, man, and enjoy it. Because you don't know when it's when it's going to happen again, right? Like, yeah. like you don't know if you're going to win another PDQ. I mean, hopefully you do at some point. But we don't even know if someone is going to get another one soon. You know, mm-hmm. so so enjoy it, man. Have a blast and, and don't put pressure on yourself, man. Like, just have fun. Like, uh, that's all I can say. Yeah, it's it, 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 magic at the end of the day
1: If we don't get another PDQ, I'll be the reigning PDQ qualifier as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the guy wins one giant PDQ, and now he's he's <laughs> the, he's the <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> he's won two tournaments. <laughs>
1: We'll never hear the end of. So we'll just have to give us more tournaments if they want to stop hearing
0: I hearing blamed, I blame myself it. for this. <laughs> 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 oh man, well thanks Jens, this will be quite a fun one. It's shorter than our usual one. But um, yeah, like obviously we just just in the PT, and we will be, we'll definitely get you on again sometime. You've got a lot to share in this game. And yeah, congrats man, it's a big deal. Like I know a lot of us, I mean came here yesterday wanting to be the person who took it down and you know I'm almost stoked like I, I could have pictured like I even said a commentary yesterday I was thinking finals would be in Quran but if not so you know, 10 to Quran is pretty good like this you guys are considered, I think, by most people in the country, the best players. So Thanks. it's cool to prove it, you know, again and again and again. Because, as like you say, whilst luck and variants are a part of magic, you know, always the same people that round up in the top eight? You know, we yeah. had a very good top eight yesterday of players who have been in the top eight of many, like you know, good yeah. If, if I can just
2: add something and like just maybe on Tiancen and like like look at how long he's been playing twenty years, right? Yeah, and and, and now he's won his first PDQ, right? And like, so these newer players who get frustrated or whatever, you know, just keep at it, you know, keep on improving, keep on trying to get there. I mean, and, and he's he's evidenced by it, you know, like yeah. he's one of the best players now, these days, and, and it's because he's worked at it and he's kept at it. Well, I mean, yeah. so just people don't
0: know how bad you were when you started. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. We were laughing about it and we were, talking and we were reminiscing about the old days. <laughs> I was so bad, like myself and my brother started at the same time. And we were just horrendous. horrendous. It took me a long time to get magic. I don't yeah. know why. It
0: took, it took you longer than most people. Yeah. Like, yeah. You were like two or three years in before yeah. you started winning. Yeah,
2: ex- exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, and, but it clicked y- at y- some y- point. And then you were in. Yeah, so so if you, if you started and you're new and you're a year in and you think, ah, oh, I'm not getting it. Hang in there. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm proof. <laughs> yeah, so,
1: and just to add to that, so firstly, you know, they say if you want to master something, you have to put at least ten thousand hours in. So I mean, and, and that's quite a few days. But you know, don't, you, don't, you, should, you should say how many hours per day am I playing? Four hours, Then you should work out how, how many days is that. So, uh, so don't expect to be that great. I mean, there will always be exceptions. But give yourself ten thousand hours. Uh, then you know, then you can decide. Are you good at this game or not? If you can be good at that before, then great. If you can't be, don't, be up, don't, put, don't put unnecessary pressure on yourself. Because you have to put in the time. I still learn, and I still make mistakes, and I've been playing for 20 years. So I guess the whole thing is, you know, if you play hard enough, and
0: you make good deck choices, and you learn from your mistakes, then you can get to the top. Cool. I think that's really good advice. Thank you. Yeah, things are getting a little rowdy here, so we're definitely going to be shutting this one down now. Follow us on Twitter at... MTG Shocks and other than that I'm Bob Monster on Twitter.
2: I'm Piran C on Twitter and Instagram.
0: And I'm tian Spencer
1: on Old. Instagram.
2: <laughs> he's 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 the boomer who's not, in, uh, not, in <laughs> not on Twitter.
0: Okay,